Welcome, Bible Rundown, Day 10, Rob. You're here with uh, David Cottle, Rob Lindley. Rob, we are looking at Genesis 25 and 26 today, no New Testament passage. And uh, man, significant ending right here. Abraham dies, uh, a ripe old age of 175 years. He breathes his last. And then uh, we talked about it with his wife, Sarah. They're, they're buried in this cave in Mechpelah land that God had promised they would have. And so now we see this next generation on the scene. And, uh, well, how does it go with Isaac and Rebecca? Well, we, we see this, uh, this prophecy in verse 23 of Genesis 25. And the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other. The older shall serve the younger. Now, later in the scriptures, you have this statement... Jacob I loved, Esau I hated. He has twins, and yet the second born, Jacob, mm -hmm. will receive the blessing from Isaac. Now, David, one of the things that 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 we we do as as pastors is we we try to understand the scriptures. And this is Jewish meditation literature. And so what we do is we read it over and over and over again. And sometimes we see what God is actually doing in the scriptures as he's pointing to Christ and as he's pointing to future um, fulfillments in Christ. So one of the things here is what could be happening is this younger serving the older all the way through the text. We're going to actually see this. You know, the younger is actually going to come above the older. Um, you know, David is an example of that. Other, other places. Joseph. This, Joseph. But this this second born hmm. is, is, is considered, um, you know, the second Adam, hmm. pointing to the greater Adam, who is Christ. And so the second Adam, who is Jesus, which Paul talks about as the second Adam, you see, we see the blessing of God coming through um, Jacob and not Esau here. Right. So that could be could be a reason for that. You have any other thoughts on 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 verse or chapter twenty five? You know, it's interesting, and I think to your point, it's meditative literature. It's giving us narrative, but we're also left asking the question: Who's the good guy in this scene, and who's right. the bad guy? Right? right? I mean, oh, yeah. and it's. I guess the only encouragement I have for us is not everybody that is has the appearance of, of righteousness and being God's man is going to be perfect. And that reminds us just of the condition of sin. You know, we're seeing it. Adam passed along his sin nature to his son Cain, right? Mm. Cain's passed it down to his sons. Abraham, as righteous as he was, and we saw God say it was credited to him as righteousness, with that being his faith, even his own grandchildren now have the same sin nature. And so are we to think that Jacob's a bad guy because he cheats Esau out of his birthright? Well, I think we have to flip the question and say, well, why would Esau, being a good son, want to give up his birthright just because he wants a bowl of stew? And so again, yeah. as we work through the Old Testament, we have yeah. to back up and really realize that the writer's not trying to accuse any person 
as being ultimate evil. Right. It's just really, I think, for us as, as believers in Christ, pointing out sin nature in all of humanity. Right. And, and you know, when we, when we study these stories as children, we always say, see them as Abraham's the hero, Jacob is the hero, sure. you know, uh, Moses is the hero. And yet, when we read the scriptures, we see a different story, which yeah. is Christ is the hero. And these people are all pointing us to Christ at times, but they are fallen human beings in the line of Adam who we need to we, be. We need a savior. We need Christ <laughs> and to be in the line of Christ. But I, I, I think, and we'll get to this next tomorrow, but I think what the Moses is doing as he writes Genesis is showing us that now the seed who is Jacob who will be Israel, who will be the father of the 12 nations, tribes of Israel, is actually now the deceiver. And Jacob's mm. name actually means the one who grabs the heel, which mean, in Hebrew is a deceiver. Right. And so it's an idiom to show us that he is deceptive. And now who is this, the serpent? It is the one in the line of of God. It is in the blessing, the line of God. What will God do now that his own line through Seth, through Abraham, is now the deceiver? Yeah. And God will wrestle Jacob. And that, that that's how that story will, will, will finalize. But at the end of the day, God has to intervene again. Absolutely. And, and change his heart. And he changes his name. And it, you know, it's one of those things, uh, same time, right? Same place type <laughs> argument, Abimelech, Phicol again, uh, in the land of Gerar. In chapter 26. In chapter 26, Isaac put in that same situation, does the exact same thing his father did, uh, lies about Rebecca being his wife. And then um, we see just kind of this conflict with the people of the land. But again, God is sovereign and he's weaving this story Man, there's a lot in here. We hope that you'll uh, go back to the app, reflect on this today, post your thoughts on there. We're so glad you joined us today. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. Bible Rundown.